Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Bedroom Talks, where we get financially intimate. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Marie, and today we have a truly inspirational guest joining us from the vibrant streets of London. She's not not just a money coach, excuse me, she's not just a money mindset coach, but a true advocate for rewriting our stories about wealth and abundance. Meet Sam a beacon of positivity and transformation in the world of finances. Her mission is clear to empower business owners to transcend their money struggles and discover the true meaning of abundance, ease, and positivity. Sam passionately believes that every woman is exactly as she is, exactly as she is, can foster a relationship with money that is both abundant and authentic. Throughout her journey, Sam has honed her expertise in helping individuals break free from the confines of income plateaus. Her approach, building businesses that harmonize perfectly with one's unique money personality and values. But there's more. Sam is also an author of an upcoming book, Money Mastery, set to be released later this year. In this book, she guides readers on the transformative journey toward creating businesses that align seamlessly with their money personalities. So get ready to dive deep into the realm of money mindset and uncover the secrets to living a life of abundance, ease, and positivity. Sam is here to share her wisdom, insights, and stories that will inspire you and leave your unique mark on the world through your authentic relationship with money. Certainly, here are some exciting and intriguing conversations that we're getting ready to have hey y'all get under the covers and get comfortable because we're about to get intimate no not that kind of intimate but close did you know that three of the most intimate conversations we can have are sex mental health and finances probably didn't expect that last one did you Financial challenges are actually one of the leading causes of divorce and stress today. A big reason? We don't talk about it. At least not thoroughly, anyhow. That's where I come in. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Marie, a certified wealth coach, best-selling author, and the creator of Bedroom Talks. Get financially intimate a podcast focused on bringing awareness to the importance of financial intimacy and enticing openness to get real in a judgment-free zone. Together, we're going to cover a multitude of financial topics so you can leap toward financial freedom with confidence. Are you ready? Grab your wine or whatever drink you prefer and let's unrobe this topic All right, y'all. I'm so excited to get started with this conversation. I had the pleasure of chatting with Sam uh, before this, and it was just so much fun and enlightening and encouraging. And I truly believe that this episode is going to leave you feeling the same way. So Sam, uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I just want to kind of start off and give you an opportunity to share a little bit about how you got to where you are today? Like what got you into the space of wanting to uh, 
talk to people and teach people about money mindset, especially in their businesses. Uh, thank you so much, Michelle, firstly, for having me on your amazing podcast and in front of your fabulous audience. I'm truly honored. Okay, where do I start and how much do we, time do we have? <laughs> uh, I'm Sam, uh, as Michelle has introduced, and I uh, am a money mindset coach based in London. I became a money mindset coach because I have had every money block, every money sabotage, every bad money habit, and uh, every limiting belief about money that you can imagine. And uh, it started from my childhood. Uh, uh, and as I was growing up, uh, as you know, like our beliefs, if, uh, if we don't deal with them, uh, they just get stronger and stronger because everything which is in our subconscious, uh, it keeps looking evidence and experiences for them to become strengthened. So as I was growing up, my beliefs about money started uh, strengthening. A lot of my beliefs about money started because um, my parents, my mom came from a very well-to-do family, but my dad didn't come from such a well-to-do family as my mom. And mm. they had a very happy marriage and touch wood, they're still together. But one source of stress in their marriage while we were growing up was money and different attitudes they had about money. And that kind of incorporated in me that money is bad, money creates stress in relationship. Oh my God, mom and dad were having an argument because of money. And of course, it started with that belief and then I started seeing lack everywhere. And then when I grew up, uh, I, it, it reflected in various facets of my life. So professionally, uh, I still remember my first job, I was doing an internship and there was this guy along with me and I was, we were from the same uh, college and I was, I mean, I have no regret in saying I was more qualified than he was, but he was getting paid a lot more than what I was doing the same work for the same internship. And uh, I didn't object to it. I just thought I'm just so grateful to have something to do. And even my other jobs, whenever I had, I would never negotiate for my salary. I would never negotiate for promotion. Mm -hmm. If I didn't get the uh, a salary or its raise which I deserved, I didn't have guts to leave it and go to some place else. And even in my personal life, I kept attracting men where I was spending on them rather than them spending on me or us having a more equal relationship with money. And that's because I genuinely believe that uh, my, 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 my money mindset was that I'm not worth spending money on. And even when I started my business, the same thing reflected in my business. I was struggling to attract clients because I kept thinking that I am not worth spending on. So this is how our belief basically starts showing in every facet of our life. And as I started working through my beliefs, and basically improving my own relationship with money, which I really feel is uh, a relationship. And just like any relationship, you have to work on it. Mm. And you, are, I know that you are in the same field and you understand. And once I started doing that, I actually realized that my true passion is in helping women transform their relationship with money and uh, so that they can uh, earn money and, and have a money relationship with money which is easy, which is positive, which is abundant and also a one where they don't have to change themselves. 
like we see so many stereotypical thing and women think that oh we have to talk in a certain way or that then i will earn money i need to sound more posh or uh, i need to be skinnier i need to be more blonde mm. or i need to be younger or i need to be older there's some people who think that you know like young women can't have money and or you i need to dress nicely no you we can all have a very healthy relationship with money exactly as we are without changing anything molds rock cellulite all included uh, in it oh my goodness you said a mouthful <laughs> you you really did um i mean let's let's go back to you talking about uh, your parents and the differences in how they grew up right i 100% believe that so many people who are currently in relationships and marriages right now relate to that. Time and time again, I hear about people getting together and they're having challenges in their relationships um, because there are differences in perspectives on how to handle money. And most of the time, the reason why is because they had completely different backgrounds on what happened with money when they were growing up, what they saw their parents do and how their parents handled their own money, whether they had money conversations or if they didn't, if there were fights in the household or not. There are so many couples today that have that, that situation where one side grew up with you know great example and the other side didn't grow up with the greatest example. And what happens is, we don't talk about that in dating, right? We do not. And because we don't talk about that in dating, when we get into the marriage or get really serious and start trying to share finances, we run into challenges and we're not sure why. And then it's just this constant butting heads, right? And so um, first and foremost, whether it's your personal finances or your business finances, we've got to have those conversations before we get to the altar, <laughs> before we start moving in with each other, right? And if you haven't at that at that point, you're at that point and you haven't yet, you need to sit down and have those conversations and figure out what the differences are and how to maneuver through those differences. And it's even more vital if you have a business because your business finances and your personal finances kind of go hand in hand you should keep them separate but they go hand in hand because your business is going to help to feed your your personal right exactly yeah so um i don't know if you want to take a moment to kind of speak on that anymore uh, before we move on no, definitely and i really feel that like what the point which you said about business finances going hand in hand with your personal finances that is so apt and also the fact is there's a common denominator between business and personal is us so what whatever our money relationship or money habits are with relation to a business they will also reflect in our personal finances and vice versa you can't have someone who is being very uh, let's say very uh, conservative with money in their personal life but they're going all over uh, extravagant with their uh, business <laughs> life and business income or vice versa and a lot of it actually also ties up to my work around money personalities which i know we'll come to later uh, in the talk 
where it is like whatever your money personality or relationship with money is it impacts all the facets of your relationship with money whether it's personal whether it's professional whether it's with your spouse or whether it's with your a business partners uh, etc absolutely absolutely um okay so you're a firm believer in women embracing abundance while staying true to themselves right we yes. talked about that a little bit a minute ago uh, can you tell us how authenticity plays a role in achieving financial abundance? Yes. Oh, my God. That is a topic so, so, so close to my heart. Mm -hmm. uh, authenticity basically means being true to ourselves and true to who we are in all aspects of our life. And in business, it means uh, having a business model, having a business marketing, having uh, your uh, offerings, which are a reflection of who you are rather than trying to follow a cookie cutter approach where you're following something because someone told you mm -hmm. or you saw it work for someone else. And a very important part of it is um, our money personalities. So we all have a money personality or a most dominant money personality, which impacts basically our relationship with money. And it impacts things like what our beliefs are about money, what are the common blocks we have about money, what are our values around money, and also how we are comfortable earning money and how we are comfortable spending money. And when you start a business, you can follow like a strategy which someone has given you, which doesn't feel aligned to you. But... Uh, you follow it because you see that person is saying that they have success or you have seen others have success with it. You may get short-term success doing it, but you will never have long-term sustainable success by doing something you're not comfortable doing and uh, by doing something which goes against your values. Mm -hmm. The first is the motivation part or that drive or your why will disappear because we all have a why we want to do something. And the second is also, this is where your subconscious kicks in because your subconscious knows what its values are. And your subconscious is going to go, oh, this is bad. This, is, this doesn't align to who I am or who, what my values are. So now I'm going to create sabotages and money blocks so that this money stops coming to us. So there's both practical reasons and there's also reasons which are, which, which are in our subconscious which will stop this from becoming a success. That is why being authentic, authentic is so important. And one way of being very authentic is basically understanding your money personality and seeing what are your values and what are your strengths around money on basis of your money personality. So for example, I'll give an example of two money personalities. Uh, uh, if you are a saver, you're mainly driven by saving money. You're very conservative about money. And uh, if you are one of the money, other money personalities are a celebrity, if you're a celebrity, you're totally opposite. You use money as a tool to stand out in the crowd. So these are the people who buy the latest iPhone and then mm -hmm. go and put it on social media or they will buy the latest Prada bag or they will travel in business class. And not only will they travel, they will document the whole thing from the lounge to the a plane on, and we, they will be putting it all over their social media. They are just being true to themselves. Now, for these two people, how they run their business, 
what business model works for them, what kind of marketing works for them is going to be totally different. Now, if you tell a saver that you need to do a kind of marketing where they need to be out and flaunting about uh, uh, traveling in jet planes and living a, living a life where they are having a drink on a yacht every day, they may do it for a while, but they will not be doing, they can't do it sustainably because that's mm. not who they are. And similarly, if you tell someone who's celebrity that you need to market in a way which is very low key, you need to just show up in your tracksuits and, you know, talk to people like that, that will again not work for them because that's not who they are. And similarly, the same applies for all the different um, manifestalities. There are eight overall. And you can do it for a little bit, but you can't do it very for a very long term. So both strategically and uh, where your subconscious is concerned, the best way to grow your uh, abundance or your income uh, in a sustainable way is by being authentic and being true to what your values are and true to who you are. And build a business which is a reflection of you rather than change yourself to basically create a successful business. And that's, that also ties up to what I firmly believe from we can all have a very easy, stable and positive and abundant relationship with money exactly as we are. I love that. I love how, um, first off, the example that you gave, those two personality styles, I mean, those are probably two of the most common ones that I personally see. Um, I'm the saver. I mean, it makes sense. I'm a money coach, right? <laughs> I, but don't get me wrong. I appreciate spending money sometimes on some nice things, and you know, and some some good experiences and things like that. Uh, but I'm very strategic about it, right? But I have had this conversation with so many people specific to my business where people will come in and be like, well, you're not doing this. You should do this. This, this, you know, people want this kind of thing. And I'm like, but that's not me. That doesn't make sense for me. Like, I don't resonate with that at all. I'm like, well, it's not about you. It's about your audience. And I'm like, what you don't understand is that that's not the audience that I'm trying to attract right <laughs> so like there there is a specific audience that i want to attract and i'm not saying that i want to attract people that are just like me per se but i'm more of i'm i'm, I'm like i said i'm a saver right i do appreciate some people that are a little bit more free and exuberant and things like that um but i want to attract the people that are going to bring more life into my life versus drain me right and so there are certain personalities that will um be will pull on me a whole lot more right and so i have to make sure that i'm attracting people that is going to help me to balance that out does that does that make sense a little bit well I totally, totally get it. And that's what I always tell my clients also, exactly what you have said, that uh, we we don't want to attract everyone in our life, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's like when you try to attract everyone or all kinds of clients, you end up attracting no one, basically. Mm -hmm. We always, be, uh, and our clients are very frequently 
a version of ourselves. They may not be exactly like us, but they uh, they are they have a lot of us in them. And also, it is very important, especially when you work with clients. And uh, as you said, like uh, you have to align to they have to align to your values. And it's not mm-hmm. only uh, it's not only in a service based industry. Even if you're a product based, right? So you have brands like Stella McCartney. Their value is sustainability. So they are aiming. They're not aiming for uh, the clients who want to buy the latest stuff, like the, the ten pound stuff which has come and which they can throw off next week and then get another stuff. They're, they, she's looking for clients who would spend a lot of money, but they will get something which has been sustainably produced, which is environmental friendly, and they will. They, these are the people who think that I'm going to buy something and I will keep it for like next ten mm-hmm. years. <laughs> So, and the same is in service-based industry, right? Like finding, uh, attracting people who are aligned to certain values, which we we also cherish, is so important. And what you said about uh, how people you are comfortable working with, the people you want to work with, totally makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just want to also clarify, like when I say, um, you know, I'm looking for certain types of people that aren't going to drain me. And I explained, you know, a little bit about, you know, certain types of personalities that are a little bit more exuberant. I'm not saying that I don't want to work with those individuals at all. What I mean specifically, and I'm, I'm clarifying this for anybody who might be thinking, oh, well, do I have to only have like this particular type of client? No. Right. And I mentioned, you know, that word balance, which, you know, there's some differences on what the word balance means. You know, to me, it's just kind of like trying to figure it out, right? Like, okay, do your best to kind of keep it like this. And and that's kind of the way that I uh, go about, you know, saying yes to certain clients or saying, oh, maybe this isn't a good fit, right? Because I can have somebody that maybe, you know, has that bigger personality or you know, like for me, sometimes I work with clients that have a whole lot of anxiety which makes sense because they're dealing with a whole lot of things with their money, a whole lot of things from their past and stuff like that. Right. So if I have a client or two that has a whole lot of anxiety or has a really big personality, I need to make sure I have a couple of clients that are a little bit more reserved as well. Right. Because if I have too much of the clients that are, um, you know, that are dealing with a lot of anxiety and uh, maybe are, are much bigger personalities, because of who I am and the way that energy sits on me, it will drain me a whole lot more, right? So exactly. there has to be a balance of those clients. And sometimes that means, you know what, I want to work with you, but I'm going to have to hold off a little bit so that I can finish with this and, you know, then come back to you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes sometimes yeah. that's the way to balance it, right? Definitely. I totally, totally, totally agree. Yeah. So um, I want to go into kind of shift a little bit more into talking about, um, you know, income and what I'm going to call is income plateaus. So income plateaus can be incredibly frustrating. Right. So can you walk us through a specific strategy or mindset shift that you've seen work wonders in helping your clients break through these barriers? Yes. And it is very simple. It is very easy. You don't need anything but just yourself to start. And you can start just after watching uh, basically uh, this video or this podcast if you're listening to it. So the first thing basically uh, you need to understand is this, that income plateaus happen uh, because of 
for money blocks. And there are, widely speaking, four kind of money blocks. The first is, of course, the, our internal money blocks, which are uh, basically our subconscious beliefs, uh, which are stopping us. And these can be things like that we feel we are not worthy of reaching such an amount of income, or we'll have to work very hard if we if we earn more than, let's say, uh, $10,000. The second uh, are energetic, that um, it's almost like uh, you have to become the person who you are before you uh, mm. actually reach that goal. So I know, uh, Michelle, you were a vet, so you totally understand, right? To get that role above you, you have to, it's like you have to become that person now, yeah. and then you get yeah. that promotion. So it is almost the same thing with, your money identity and uh, the third money blocks are what action we are taking because we can do all the mindset work we have to take action like mm -hmm. and the fourth one i think which will really really appeal to you is our money habits like how are we actually uh, basically uh, dealing with the money we are earning now whatever it may be mm -hmm. however little it may be so this uh, st strategy which i'm going to tell you will kind of work through all of these money blocks and it will help you hopefully break through your income plateau because all my clients who have done it have had a breakthrough from the income plateau. So the first step is we start by finding what is the subconscious belief which is stopping you from reaching your uh, income goal. There's a very easy exercise. First thing when you get up in the morning, get a cup of coffee or tea or whatever you drink in the morning or celery juice if you're healthy. I'm personally a coffee drinker. And get an A4 paper and start writing money is. Do not restrain yourself. Do not tell yourself this is the right way to write it or write or a wrong way to write it. It's almost like a flow of words just coming out of your pen. And mm. at least write three pages of A4. And once you have you think you've written everything, start going through what you have written and you would start seeing patterns, especially like once you as you go through the later pages where you have let go of any inhabitations. So you may see certain big patterns like money is hard to come by, or I'm not worthy of money, or money is bad, or rich people are bad. Find two or three of the biggest patterns, and there would be two or three of the biggest patterns there which would, which would come up. To start with, pick one, uh, but you can slowly, slowly work through all of them. So let's say that your biggest uh, a subconscious belief of is which has come up is money is hard to come by. Then the next the next step then is you flip it into a very empowering belief. Uh, so you can say that money is easy to come by. Money comes to me effortlessly and easily. What would be empowering for you would be different for everyone. So mm. try flipping them a couple of times. Try writing a couple of uh, statements. And the one which really, really, really makes your heart, makes your heart sing, and the one which feels aligned to you, pick that one up. The, then the, the step, the next step after that is this: that now we have to tell our subconscious brain that a new belief. Is true. So you start basically telling a story that your new belief is true, and a very easy way of doing this is by start looking for evidence of your new, new belief. And there, there is a neurological reasoning behind it because our brain, both a conscious and a subconscious brain, it believes what it sees. It's, it, it works on an evidence-based model. And if we start showing it evidence of deliberately showing it evidence that this new belief is true, 
it will after certain repetition start believing it and lot of uh, artists lot of uh, 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 athletes they follow this way uh, uh, this strategy of retraining their brain so yep. if you want to see that money comes to me effortlessly and easily make what i call as evidence journal it doesn't have to be a journal it can be on your phone also and tell yourself that i'm going to start by looking finding three evidence today that money is money comes to me very easily and effortlessly now this evidence doesn't have to be 10000 coming into your brain in, in your uh, account immediately you can start like by things like oh i saw i got a 50p discount on my shampoo or someone bought me coffee or i got a voucher so these are like evidence that money comes to me easily and frequently so you can say like money comes to me easily and effortlessly first it happens second this happens third this happens then after a week you start basically uh, challenge yourself and say that today from now on i'll find five evidence to support my belief then after maybe a week make it seven and then make it 10 and the trick is this you have to do it every day because uh, if you don't do it then your brain basically falls back into the uh, uh, right that rep- repetition right yeah. repetition and practice makes perfect so usually it takes or practice, practice makes better i should say exactly <laughs> it takes 60 to 90 days to retrain your brain so you would after 60 to 90 days you would see a uh, really see like a, a difference in your uh, beliefs uh once you do it uh, do this continuously along with while you are doing this there's one there's one more very powerful exercise i tell them to do to release any bad memories they have around money start making a list of all the memories you have about money which still evoke a emotion start from your earliest memory of money which is still evoking a negative emotion in you and uh, make a list and when you start making a list first time it could only be 12 but as you start doing it every day the list will increase and then start going through the list one by one uh, go through each memory feel what it meant to you so if you saw your parents fight about money or when you were a child your first memory is you were not allowed to have a barbie or if you didn't have enough money to buy what you wanted to buy what it felt to you and then forgive that memory forgive the person concerned uh you can use any technique to forgive i personally use a hawaiian technique called hapakono where you tell them that you love them you forgive them you 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 are sorry and you say thank you to them but it doesn't matter uh whatever your beliefs are about forgiveness uh, whatever your faith whatever you feel comfortable whatever forgiveness means to you do that and here uh, your ego will come in how can i forgive that person oh my god that boss who did not give me a raise but remember that you're not forgiving them for their sake you're forgiving them to clean your energies that's where the energetic right. part of the removing money block comes in just tell your ego that i don't care about that person but i am just going to do this i'm going to forgive this memory i'm going to forgive this person because i want to clear my energy and i want to move forward then of course uh, while you're doing these exercises you have to keep taking a uh, strategic action so if you are in profession or you are in a business the more you take out of your comfort zone i really feel the more the universe uh, basically supports you and the and the fourth step is uh, 
you basically uh, start looking at what you are earning now and mm-hmm. get really in control of it uh, and uh, if you are in debt then i, I know that you, you you have you 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 that's what you specialize a lot mm-hmm. in get advice from someone like michelle or uh, uh, if you need any other financial advice go to the right person uh, make a spreadsheet or there are apps but spreadsheet still works amazing or for every pound which is coming in and every pound which is going out and see what are the patterns and again there's a very good reasoning behind it because our universe our conscious god uh, whatever your faith is will never have let you have more than what you can handle and mm-hmm. uh, if you are not handling what you're getting now well you cannot think that oh i'm going to earn 10000 pounds where i can't even manage properly with 3000 pounds firstly like there there's a law of reciprocity in the universe that and also our subconscious will be like you can't be trusted with money like we can't have more money right. work as a subconscious block but these are very easy steps to take and anyone can take them and honestly this has worked wonders for all my clients so do give them a shot i i need to make a few really important points here uh first and foremost uh as a reminder if you don't remember hearing me say it in the very beginning sam is from london okay so she did mention the word pounds if you're in the us and you're listening to this she means dollars <laughs> okay totally okay no i'm sure i'm sure that they probably heard and understood but just in case um also i want to say that if you resonated with what sam just said and you're like oh my gosh what did she just say hold on i need to do this but wait what i don't remember everything she said rewind go back i think it was about 6 7 minutes ago maybe and start listening again and jot down what she said okay write it down pause when you need to write it down and implement it okay if you are frustrated with your money situation if you are in a place where you're like this doesn't make sense if you resonate with saying things like i'm never going to have i'm never going to do this is never going to change i encourage you i highly recommend that you take the steps that sam just went through and do it for you said 30 to 90 days basically on average is what it takes to to kind of i mean it's to be honest um any habit that you're trying to create yeah that's about the average in some people it's going to be sooner some people it's going to be later it just depends right it's not it's not 100% certain so definitely do these steps if if you feel that way if you resonate with that take these steps it should take you a few minutes a day it's not a whole lot of time can you spare 5 to 10 minutes a day to do this task if it's going to completely transform your money life i mean for me the answer is yes okay the other thing i want to say is if you are a man and you are listening to this still i commend you 
because I know we are talking specifically to the women for a while, but great that you're still listening. I believe that this resonates with men as well. This this task doesn't just, it's not just specific to women. I know that you tailor a lot to women. I tailor a lot to women, but this, um, uh, not, I don't want to say not task. That was the wrong word. Uh, this strategy, this activity, it, it works for anybody. And there are men that have the same situation going on where there are blocks and this strategy will work for you as well. Um, I also want to say that um, I haven't done it quite in that exact manner that you went through, but I have done some things that are very similar. And I walking through like the thought process of what I was saying to myself and recognizing it kind of opened me up to some other possibilities, right? So one example was I was in a space where, you know, or technically still in a space where I work a full-time job and I run my my coaching business on the side, okay? And so I'm spending a lot of time working for somebody else, doing stuff for somebody else, right? And I'm trying to fit in my passion, for helping other people with their money in my spare time. (laughs) And I was working with people one-on-one and I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like I want to do it. This is what fuels me, but I don't have the time to do it the way that I want to do it. And so I kept feeling frustrated because I wanted to do more and I wanted to work with more people and I wanted to make more money by working with more people. And I just kept telling myself, I don't have time. I don't have time. Right? Yeah. Well, as I kept saying that, I you know, I felt more frustrated. And I ended up, um, I, I kind of started thinking to myself, you know, why don't I have time? How else can this work? Like, how, how can I find a way to make time? And I ended up getting connected with somebody who put an idea in my head that I was like, huh, never thought of it that way. And the idea for me was instead of doing one-on-one to do group, right? And so at first I thought, I don't know if I want to do group because people aren't going to want to share their personal finance situations with other people, right? And then as I, as soon as that idea came in, as far as the group uh, coaching, that immediate you know, well, what about this? Or this isn't going to, you know, people aren't going to like this came in, right? And so I had to stop myself. I was like, all right, no, we're not going to invite. We got an idea. We're not going to invite the negativity in, right? And so I was like, all right, well, how can this work? How can I make this work? And I developed a strategy for me where they don't have to share their personal financial situations with the group. That's done still with us in in a semi one-on-one manner, but they still get a lot of value from the group sessions. And I'm spending a whole lot less time every month doing things with clients. I would I'd say every week doing things with clients because I'm doing a lot more in a group setting which is using a lot more of my time and it gives me more energy to focus on the things that I need to focus on individually with them. Perfect. Yeah. 
So that's that's just a, like an example of like I said, not exactly the same strategy, but some of those concepts you were talking about the yes. you know you know thinking about it, opening yourself up, um, you know, changing what you're saying around, recognizing what you're saying, and changing those things around to be more positive will invite opportunities and ideas into your life. And yes, the challenges are still going to come, and you have to recognize it, grab hold of them. and turn it around exactly so what you said was hit the nail on the head michelle one of the things i always tell my client is uh, that you do these things and you surrender and let go you don't know what ideas will come what opportunities will come and even if something fails how do you know it's not a stepping stone to something better and what you have tried mm-hmm. really like you know fits into this because you you took steps you took actions and then you got this amazing idea that uh, you you can actually do a one to many model rather than just your group model but a, a model which is actually a, a customized for a very special niche and very uh, for special needs of uh, people you serve yeah absolutely um so first off thank you for sharing uh that strategy with us i i believe that's going to provide a lot of value to a lot of people um i also want to kind of take a moment to talk a little bit about your book okay so you have um your book money mastery coming up you said sometime later this year it yes. sounds very intriguing super excited for that Could you give our listeners a sneak peek as to what they can expect to discover within the pages of your book? Of course, I would love to. So, uh basically th- this book is all about firstly creating a business which is aligned to your money personality and having a healthy relationship with money. Uh it is uh, as the name would suggest, it is directed more towards uh, people who are in a business but even if you're not in a business it will really help you because the 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 the, the tricks and the technique which i speak about them and the money personality itself the traits of the money personality they apply equally to them everyone also it it will the book it will work the things in the book will work equally for women and for men the book will basically start by telling you uh, what are the eight main money personalities what are their strengths what are their weaknesses what are their values how they're comfortable earning money or what are the blocks they come across what are the challenges uh, how they like to spend money and uh, it will uh, it will also t- tell you how you can find your money personality and it will have a link to a free assessment where you can find your money personality uh, after that the book will basically go on to describe how you can create a business which is aligned to your money personality so for each money personality the book will show uh, will tell you uh, what would be the perfect business model what would be the kind of social media content you need to put out what would be the kind of uh, marketing that will align to it uh, what would be the kind of uh, like uh, whether you one to one works for you whether group coaching works for you or group sessions work for you uh what kind of uh, payment methods are you comfortable in basically all the kind all aspects of your business uh which it will be explaining that what are this one particular money personality comfortable doing and what feels more aligned to them and um, of course you don't have to follow uh, it and say that 
be very rigid and oh this is what the book says and this is what i'll do but it will hopefully point you in the right direction and you will find things which will work for you so for example if you one of the many personalities is what i say a carer and a carer are the people for them money is a tool to take care of uh, others a lot of for a lot of women this is the most dominant money personality so we use money as a tool to take care of uh, everyone in our life mm-hmm. and often we end up uh, deprioritizing ourselves because we are more concerned about spending money on people we love and it can be your a family it can be your friends it can be your in-laws it can be your husband your partner and uh, for um, carers uh, like if you if you are the, the marketing content which will work for you social media content which will work for you is where you are feeling that you actually taking care of your audience where you are actually mm. providing them nurturing tips and that will feel aligned to you you will feel motivated because that's what who you are rather than if someone tells you to do like a different kind to put out different kind of content and you will also attract people who will align who will get aligned to it book will also cover things like um, because even our customers or buyers or clients they also have a money personality and each money personality buys differently so for example like i know you you resonated very strongly with saver so one thing about savers is they will never buy any or they will try their best not to buy anything on a payment plan they will mm-hmm. only buy something when they have saved the whole amount and uh, so your saver if you launch something and you have a client who has a whose money dominant money personality is a saver they may not buy but that doesn't mean that they don't want to buy it may just mean that right now they haven't saved that much money to buy and they don't want to take the payment plan and when you buy next time or when you launch next time they will come and buy but you if you have more money personalities like uh, their their categories like centralized or celebrities who i touched on earlier or even rulers the impulsive buyers for various reasons they will buy they are the kind who will be like oh i'll buy now on payment plan and then worry next month about how i'll pay uh, this over how i'll pay the payment plan so it it also gives tips on like uh, whether you want to attract any one kind of buyers or if you want to attract them all which we i think we should all be doing as you were mentioning right we, we need that balance of energy in our business so how you can um, uh, change your wordings in your messaging which appeals to basically all kind of buyers or how you can change mm-hmm. it that there would be a section on that also that's awesome i am really looking forward to this we got to keep me updated on when this book is coming out um i'm definitely very very much interested in checking it out myself um so as we get ready to wrap up the conversation i'd love for you to impart one piece of advice to our audience so what is the most profound lesson that you learned on your journey that you believe can help others create a life filled with abundance ease and positivity you have to break the patterns so unless and until you make the change and i've learned it hard way in my own life in everything from relationships to business and as i said i myself had a horrible relationship with money so you have to break the pattern you have to find what the pattern is because uh, i really believe that life or god or universe whatever you whatever you believe in or if you don't believe in anything i know some people don't believe in anything mm-hmm. it will keep putting you in the same situations and in the same circumstances unless you learn your lesson and you break the pattern 
and it applies on a relationship with money. You have to find the pattern that uh, this is the pattern and then break the pattern. And, and honestly, I can promise you, once you see the pattern and you teach yourself to react differently, your, there's no way why your reality won't change. Oh my goodness, yes. Absolutely. Breaking the pattern. Um, I, I, I want to add on here, and you, you kind of talked a bit about this in your strategy you were talking about earlier too, is the first step to breaking a pattern is recognizing it, yes. right? Recognizing you have the pattern and admitting the truth of it. Too many of us walk around every day of our lives, going about our lives in denial of what our patterns are of, you know, and, and, and we've got to recognize them. Uh, we've got to admit the truth of what it is. I will speak to, uh, I'm going to speak for a moment to the believers, the ones that are, are very much connect to, connected to God. From my experience, um, those of us who have that background, we've been taught this belief that we have to rebuke any negative thing about ourselves, right? And say, no, I'm not going to claim that over my life. I'm not going to say I have anxiety. I'm not going to say I have this. I'm not going to say I deal with that. Well, what we're doing is we're refusing to recognize and admit that it's a thing, which is preventing us from dealing with it and having that breakthrough in order to actually overcome it. Right? Exactly. No, I totally, totally agree. And I mean, I'll have a, I'll take a bit of a vulnerable moment and I'll be honest that my financial situation didn't change until I realized what my financial patterns were and the patterns come from subconscious beliefs. So we did that exercise, right? And it's only when I became very honest uh, with my patterns and uh, then, the, and I was like, okay, now I'm going to react in a different way. However tempted I may be to react in, a, in this way. It, it was only then when my own financial reality started changing. And of course, it was very uncomfortable. And we, there's a lot of stigma in society about uh, talking about money, asking help about money, even mm -hmm. though all of us spent uh, 16 hours a day just trying to earn money. But that's a topic for a different, a different podcast. <laughs> but uh, uh, if, if that's what you need to do, and you, then do that like if you need external help to break the patterns there should be no shame about it you are doing right. it to safeguard your own future absolutely absolutely agree um well it has been an absolute absolute pleasure having this conversation with you and you have provided so much insight and value i thank you so much uh for for being here and have and walking through this with us I want to give you a moment to kind of share more about how people can connect with you um, on social media, your website, and um, a little bit about how they can work with you if they're interested. Thank you so much, uh, Michelle. So uh, you can find me on Instagram at in.her.successful.shoes. Um, and you can also email me at samira.samirasingcoach.com directly. I love to hear from everyone. I also have a Facebook community for women where I provide a free training every week on how they can work on their relationship uh, with uh, money because I feel, I really feel that uh, 
if you're not in a place where you can uh, afford to get paid help, you should still be, you should still have resources to heal your relationship with money. I also have uh, this uh, uh, 30-day course. It's called Money Mastery 30, a Boost in 30 Days. And it's a very, very, it's, 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 it's a very, very low ticket offer, as they call. Uh, and you can, uh, you, you can always enroll in it. It has all the values which I provide to my one-to-one -one clients, but it is specifically aimed for people who cannot at this stage work with me one-to-one. So everything which I work with my clients or one to one, you would have, you will get in that course. Awesome. So I don't know if it happened on your end, but on my end, there was a little bit of a uh, a pause when you were saying the name of your course and when you were sharing about your Instagram. If you could just repeat the names of those, that would be super helpful. Okay. Thank you. So my then. My, the name of my course is Money Mastery 30 Days Boost. That's that's what the course is called. And uh, my, the name of my Instagram account is in.her.successful.shoes. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing the information. And just in case anybody still missed it or was in the middle of doing something else and couldn't jot it down, the links. To that uh, to the resources that she talked about and her social media is going to be in the show notes as well. So you can go ahead and just click those uh, links and it will take you right to being able to connect with Sam. Um, and if you want to learn more about me and how to work with me, I also have some courses and I talked a little bit earlier about uh, a group uh, program that I have. It's called the Financial Abundance Blueprint Mastermind. And you can learn more about those things by either following me on social media at dr.michellemarie or check out my website at www.drmichellemarie.com. And again, those links will be uh, in the show notes as well. So thank you again, Sam, for your time. Uh, thank you all for listening. And I look forward to having another guest and my regular episodes coming very, very soon. So I'll chat with you soon. Bye. Thank you so much.